Initialize sequence now. Quilly's bottomless brunch. Quilly's bottomless brunch. We're now in the approach phase. Everything looking good. Welcome, Rob and the GDC. Good morning, welcome to Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with me, Rob and the GDC. Good morning, G. Good morning, Rob. Good morning, everyone listening. Happy New Year to you all. Our first show of the new year. Woo-hoo! We're going to start it with this one from Steps. Steps on Queerly's Bottomless Brunch. Good morning, welcome to our first show of the new year. Uh, and Happy New Year to you, the GDC. Oh, happy New Year to you too, Rob. I can't actually believe that we haven't seen each other as yet. Uh, we haven't, we haven't. But I, I did did see you last night on Zoom, and I, I'm just mm. are you are you okay this morning? Have you have you got over your tantrum? I, I don't I don't know what on earth you are talking about. Um, right, well, <laughs> listeners, I should tell you a little story about uh, last night. The GDC oh, and I, along with our friends collectively known as the Kims, um, got together for. A new kind of, what is it, a bit of lockdown fun, mm. uh, a, a Zoom game called Battle, Zoom-based game called Battle of the Bops. Um, what happens is each of us puts forward two songs, which we then all listen to or watch on YouTube. Some of the videos were glorious last night. Um, and the songs are pitted against each other, uh, marked by all of us out of 100 to reveal an eventual winner. Um, all good fun, all good, usually just all good, light jolly fun um where did where did you come last night uh, g uh wrongfully second <laughs> that's right wrongfully uh let me tell you it kicked off it kicked off so much so that i actually i felt a little bit awkward getting, <laughs> getting on the zoom call this morning no um, no you did not listen but, listen what i lo- <laughs> listen <laughs> listen no i for the record what what is brilliant about this and for all the listeners as, as you know we've we've done nearly a year of getting together with friends and family over various media mostly you know trying to make zoom calls happen but it, it there does come a time when you're like what are we talking about other than what we've made for dinner and what we're watching on netflix so to have this sort of new injection of fun um healthy competitive fun um is a well it's so welcome and honestly so fun i love that this sort of anonymous song in like based competition has been created by a wonderful friend sebastian and ashley um but yes i am a bit competitive to say the well, least yes yes that became very apparent last night um <laughs> the actual winner our friend charlotte um well well i don't i don't know she may speak to you eventually i suppose um <laughs> Well, who, well, listen, when, when, when you haven't drunk for two weeks because you're supposedly doing dry January and then decide to have a couple of wines, then lose a competition and maybe there were some profanities that I slightly regret. Um, yeah, we'll see. Uh, I'm, I'm doing a very slow clap to Charlotte being the winner last night. I'm still waiting for an independent adjudicator to look into the rule book uh, about what does constitute a group but i'm not gonna i'm not gonna go on about it rob I'm no not gonna go okay on about so it. just to let everyone know the theme was groups or boy bands and girl bands it was a bit unclear um there was basically a huge debate over whether a duo two people constitutes a group the winning song shakespeare sisters stay which charlotte won with didn't she charlotte she, won and uh, um sure. the, the runner-up in second place the gdc was on vogue um don't what's it called don't let go uh, 
How very dated. What are like you trying to rub salt love. in the wound? What the hell? I don't think everyone knows how that song sounds. I don't think everyone knows what it's called. Anyway, both great songs, uh, but one clear, clear winner there last night. Um, oh, or not, or not clear, depending on what rule book you're looking at. Anyway, it's good. Everyone's made up. You're happy-ish. Um, and we've got a great show for you this morning some great music on the way our usual features spin it or bin it coming up yes uh, and also hashtag queerly loves with our TV film podcast book recommendations all coming up for you uh, but some more music now this is Gloria Estefan Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC Cedric Gervais, Franklin and Niall Rogers. Everybody dance on Queerly's Bottomless Brunch. Uh, a new version of the Chic song. GDC, you asked for Chic. I put that in. A little bit of a twist. Yeah, I, I love your editorial um, interference in my song suggestion this morning. Um, I, I find it quite difficult listening to songs like that at, at, at this early in Call the morning. Ten yeah, I know, after the night before. <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, it's all right. It's all right, isn't it? It's, it's a nice all right. It's not as good as the original, but you know, something new for the new year. You're right. Blew the cobwebs off. Woke everybody exactly. up. Exactly. Uh, turn up your Morning. radio. Turn up your radio, everyone. We're here. We won't do that to you again. Um, we were just talking about the new lockdown activity amongst our peers, which is uh, Battle of the Bops song competition over Zoom, um, which you. Uh, enjoyed last night a great deal uh, <laughs> and it's got us to thinking about um lockdown number three and some of the kind of new activities we are now doing in lockdown um all of the things from lockdown one like quizzes banana bread exercise they've all gone away um yep <laughs> now lockdown three really the the mindset's totally different i've become uh i think it's fair to say addicted to tv quiz shows um, oh really yeah uh the chase beat the chasers which was on for like every night for two weeks recently <laughs> okay. uh, the wheel with michael mcintyre all of them all of the quiz shows and i think what it is is i it gives me a sense that i'm like learning and achieving something if i can get the questions right i like this your thirst for knowledge yeah i'm enjoying it I th- yeah i feel it might be like false though really because often i'm even watching like the celebrity chase where i mean the questions are really quite easy um, and i'm there going they really oh, are my god i'm doing really well here yeah <laughs> had an excellent cash builder um <laughs> bradley will be so happy um, <laughs> i love that you've become addicted to this is quite funny i do you would you ever go on one yourself um oh. No, probably not. I think I'd just be a lot of sleepless nights in the build-up to it, and then I wouldn't, I wouldn't do as well as I do on the sofa. No, I know, and it's it's easy in the comfort of your own home, isn't it? When yeah. you're shouting at the TV, when somebody's looking blankly. But I think if I was stood in a studio with lights blaring on me, and somebody somebody said to me, uh, I don't know, uh, who who wrote King Lear. I think I would just freeze on the spot and have a, a that blank moment. I'd never live it down because then you're immortalised on screen as <laughs> having not not remembered one of the greatest English authors, authors that ever lived. Um, um, like the uh, the woman that was on Mastermind last year and was asked the question about uh, Greta Thunberg and she said, Sharon, do you that? <laughs> I have to find the clip for that. Anyway, please do. Um, what, what's, what lockdown activities are you partaking in? You know, it's. I think having um, two weeks off, which I did at Christmas, just allowed me to take stock um, and just regroup. And so now my my day routine is quite set, and I'm I'm just enjoying getting up 
early every morning, hour and a half walk to start the day, clearing the cobwebs away um, and setting myself up for the day. And and like everyone else, thinking about what I'm going to plan for lunch, <laughs> what I'm going to plan for, for evening meal. But one of the best things was I actually got to meet most of my neighbours, which was a rather lovely thing. Oh, that's nice. Um, yeah. Within, obviously, the current government guidelines. Of course, of course, of course. Just in passing, you mean? Uh, yes, but maybe maybe we'll get into that. Okay, um, um, in a bit. <laughs> I love that uh, you're talking about planning meals. Like next food is still very much a feature of my lockdown. Oh, oh, <laughs> totally. Like, but I I like that I'm I'm actually spent. I've just invested in um, a thing called Oddbox, which is they deliver you random vegetables that the supermarkets refuse to put in their normal packaging because they don't meet standards or sizes or colors oh, okay. or whatever so i get i get this random box of vegetables delivered every two weeks and you never know what you're going to get and i quite like that it's like a supermarket sweep challenge not supermarket sweep what am i talking about it's like a ready steady cook challenge of what are you going to do with these vegetables today <laughs> i did uh, wonder what that family of vegetable animals in the background was about in your house on the zoom call was keeping you very busy no i love it it's like oh great so i'm i'm spending a lot more time investing in cooking and prepping my meals which you know when you when you've got busy lives as we all do sometimes it's like what can i throw in the oven that's going to cook in 10 minutes but you know having the time now to go actually what would I, what, what shall i prepare today that's going to be a bit healthier so i think i'm eating better for sure what can i do with this kumquat <laughs> what and how do you spell kumquat? Um, I did. What I did pull out something and go. I actually don't know what this is. Like, like I don't. Know the, I don't know the shape. I don't know the color. I, I, I was sort of a bit scared. Um, and it was giant. It was absolutely giant. And I was sort of just like, what is this prize if doubt, winning? If in doubt, roast it always. Yes, totally. Yeah, if in totally. Um, good. All right. Well, we'd like to hear from you at home. What What are you up to in this lockdown? What new activities have you found? to keep yourself entertained, to pass the time. Let us know on Twitter at Queerly Radio or on the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Queerly Radio. Um, hopefully you can inspire us and your fellow listeners um, as I think there's a few more weeks <laughs> to get through. Oh, just a few. Right now. <laughs> okay, more music now. This is Casey and the Sunshine Band. Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC. Harry Styles on Bottomless Brunch's new single, Treat People With Kindness, um, from the album Fine Line. Have you seen the video for that? I have. Amazing. Phoebe Amazing. Waller Bing Bong's in it with, uh, <laughs> with him. And, uh, Her official name. <laughs> um, it's great. Big dance number, black and white. Uh, I think that came out on New Year's Day and it was like the, the little New Year's lift everyone needed after, yeah. frankly, you know, non-event of a New Year's Eve. Um, but that, that, I love that song. That song does make me feel very happy indeed. Me too. Well done, Harry Styles. And let's say a very good morning to Lou in Sutton, who is cheating on the archers listening to us. Thank morning, you, Lou. Lou. <laughs> really thought you say cheating on her husband, which is <laughs> quite a strange thing to bring up. Yeah, happy new year. <laughs> um, and to Nikki, uh, John, Leo and Frankie, uh, Nikki's fully enabled us on Alexa in Sidcup this morning for the oh, first time. Hi-tech. Well done. Hi Love tech it. in Sidcup this morning. Um, we've been asking you what you've been getting up to. Uh, in lockdown three what new activities Kirstian Horsham has uh, been in touch to say she <laughs> has got into fermentation um, and then the word ki- kimchi yes kimchi. I don't know what that means yes you do <laughs> okay yeah yeah it's it's a korean dish they do oh. it like pick, pickled vegetables all right you've googled that no, well no i've had it before oh. but, but hilariously reminded me and i love that i didn't even remember this when you asked me the first time around about 10 <laughs> minutes ago i am um, i've made sauerkraut oh okay 
Um, do you know what I'd, that is? Yeah, but I'd, uh, I don't really know how anything that's being said is connected to, <laughs> to anything. Uh, is it too early for you, Rob? Well, I'd, I mean, fermentation threw me slightly. And well, now do you know, there was just a series of... <laughs> a series of words. Culinary jargon. <laughs> well, hilariously, because I'm not going to dwell on it, but when all our plans got completely messed up for Christmas, my, one of my tasks was to make a massive batch of um, braised red cabbage to take to a Christmas meal. Oh. So I, I was suddenly stuck with all this red cabbage. I didn't really know what to do with it. So I did make some braised red cabbage, but the rest of it, I've, I've made a um, red cabbage, apple and ginger sauerkraut that's been pickling away for the last couple of weeks. That sounds delicious. Um, I, you're hateful. hateful. I think, uh, I think <laughs> I've, I've not had to find too many new lockdown activities because uh luke luke producer luke and i moved we moved house yay um, very very much at the start of the year so i mean moving house is quite a big thing isn't it um yeah just slightly i love that you put that challenge in at the beginning of the year well done <laughs> <laughs> um no i think we were very lucky because we had sort of all that time over christmas and new year and obviously no as you said no real christmas plans so we did have a, a good amount of time to just get get everything packed um which I, d- I don't know how we would have done it without, actually. Mm. Um, and as you can see behind me on this Zoom call, there are still <laughs> quite a few boxes with stuff in. Although that is that is this is all the boxes. So this part of the house is is the only bit that isn't isn't quite as it should be. I love that for the listeners who can't see because. Uh Rob and I do a Zoom call so we can see each other and bounce off each other when we're doing the show, but I, it does literally look like he's in a broom cupboard <laughs> surrounded, <laughs> surrounded by packed boxes, which is brilliant. But also, thank thank goodness you managed to get set up because really the show nearly nearly didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, always going to be a few issues, I think, when you move, but not having um, broadband internet uh, <laughs> <laughs> until uh, last thing on Friday was definitely definitely cutting it fine in terms of this and made for a very interesting work week last week i'm I'm sure (laughs) actually that must have been blissful the pair of you sorry can't work got no wi-fi oh i'm on dial up Um, (laughs) god do you remember those days when you used to listen to the wait for the tone going not really i've heard people talk about it but not really i was very oh very very sorry okay yes Um, and i'm just really old get it all right (laughs) no i do i mean downloading song they're taking about three and a half hours and but well, like, we have oh, to say it's a radio rip. We have to say huge congratulations! How amazing, homeowners for the beginning of 2021. Very exciting. I can't wait to see the new Quilly HQ, which of course we can't at the moment. But it'll give you time to get set up, get my throne in place. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think that's what producer Luke is doing actually this morning, polishing <laughs> polishing your throne. Brilliant. Um, but no, it's like good. It. It's good. I didn't. I don't think I anticipated how different it would feel. Um, being in my own home as opposed to somewhere that I rented. Do, are you feeling a difference? Yeah, yeah, and, and so quickly as well. I think for about two days, I felt like I was on holiday somewhere, um, mm-hmm. just having overpacked slightly. Uh, and then, <laughs> <laughs> but now I do, yeah, I, feel, I already feel quite at home, which is lovely. Um, the other thing I learned whilst moving is that I can successfully live out of a bin bag for at least <laughs> 10 days. Um, and I now find the whole concept of like, lots of clothes and a wardrobe entirely over the top like you just need a bin bag it's weird isn't it i I think what and i love that both of us have gone through this in the last year because i whereas before when you're renting i think you 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 obviously make things nice and you throw some pictures up or whatever but i love that i've still got three unpacked boxes having been in my flat now for 
for nearly a year and a half and I even just at Christmas I was starting to put up some pictures on some walls because I've taken so long to go where do I want this stuff rather than I'll oh, just throw it up here it means <laughs> it, it sort of means a lot more and the, the care to detail and whatever and hopefully you guys are not under too much pressure to go oh well, we've got to get everything sorted ASAP no I don't think we are and like as you say we can't have visitors for the time being so in some ways that's taken a lot of pressure off I'm just mm. wondering if you've still got three boxes full of stuff after a year are you not tempted to just take them and put them in a skip and not even look inside and just think that's Um, dealt with I really I slightly am although I love that the top box which I walk past every day is labelled GC non-essential crap (laughs) (laughs) and I did I keep opening it every time but when I open it it's it's got all those random knick-knack stuff that you've bought and goes on like shelves or windowsills and I'm like oh I can't uh, do I have to get all this out and uh, no I think that I think that's the hardest stuff Um, the only sad slightly sad thing about having moved now um, is we've sort of bumped into our new neighbours mm. um, you know going to the bins or in the car park or whatever and they all seem really lovely um, oh yay really nice people uh, we've met so far I reckon we've met about half of everyone in here um, but then you're like oh okay um, perhaps we'll have a drink in maybe March <laughs> which is just a bit of a shame because I would really like to have a few wines with them. I know I know what you mean well funny story from my end so obviously um they did a massive rush in in our block to fill the flats ASAP when the first lockdown was happening in March last year so whereas there's 14 flats in this block and there were about five or six flats full and literally the week before lockdown they've totally filled it out but I think as a result because everyone was locked away and I guess the new people were trying to get settled nobody really mingled so uh, on a New Year's Eve um, I asked a couple of the neighbours that I've known the whole time to come and join me in the corridor for a distant drink and a toast for New Year's but I realised I hadn't met my direct next door neighbour and I thought well I can't have people standing outside their door without having ever introduced myself in all these months (laughs) so but the hilarious thing was, I'd um, you, I kept seeing this person in passing, like out out the main front window, and I thought it was like a woman in her late forties, early fifties. And when I knocked on the door on New Year's Eve, and was going to say, "Look, you're welcome to join us for a drink," this this twenty something <laughs> male opened the door, and I went, oh. "Ding dong!" <laughs> I said, "What well, did you live here?" And he he kind of said to me, "Uh, yes. Like, who the hell are you?" I said, "I'm really embarrassed. I've never met you. You've been here months. I've been here months. But do you want to join us for a drink for New Year?" And actually, it was lovely, really nice. Um, that's good I wonder if there is something sort of slightly strategic in not making best friends with immediate neighbours because then you've got that like bit of separation between them I, I, I do hear you but also I think what's bless him when we got chatting he said oh I've had a couple of deliveries come to my flat and I've left them outside your door and I thought oh god I didn't even know any of this and I felt really awful but um, I did what I do best which is make everybody cocktails and got them all drunk and now we're all best of friends so Fantastic. it's all fine. well I look forward to uh, treating my uh, neighbours to the same hospitality yes I hope you do and I hope they bring you nice welcoming gifts as well um, we'll see um, right uh, some more new music for you now this song is suddenly out of nowhere huge um, okay. it's by an artist called Olivia Rodrigo uh, she is uh, also an actress she starred in the Disney Plus series High School Musical the musical the series um <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, not easy for you to say. Yeah. Um, and this is her debut song. It's called Driver's License. Uh, it's the UK number one, just out of nowhere, and has broken the record for reaching 100 million streams on Spotify in the platform's his- in the fastest time in the platform's history. Uh, this is that's insane to yeah. have only just been released and to oh, I've broken this record. Yeah, okay. I mean, it's just I, I sort of I think I heard about this song on like Tuesday, and from there it's just gone like insanely popular. Um, wow! So I thought that we should play it because it's of kind of cultural significance at this point in time. Maybe yep. we'll have a chat about it afterwards. Well, it better be good. Well, we'll see. <laughs> uh, this is uh, Driver's License by uh, Olivia Rodrigo. Wheelie's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC. Ace of Bass on Queerly's Bottomless Brunch. Good morning. Nice to hear that on a sunny winter's morning, isn't it? Isn't it indeed? I love that song. Uh, lovely, lovely, yeah, lovely. It was nice. Before that, we played you Driver's Licence by Olivia Rodrigo. This huge, out of nowhere, number one smash hit single, 100 million streams on Spotify in a record time. And the response has been... Uh, a resounding panning of that as being a bit of oh, nothing, really. So middle of the road, uninspiring. And uh, as I sang to you in the in the interlude just now, da, 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 you're a dirty rascal. Mm. That's all that. That's all I had in my head the whole way that that song was on. I guess it's just there's some huge fan base for this high school musical, the musical, the series stuff. And um, and uh, Lorenzo's been in touch to say it's another TikTok viral. It wow. doesn't sound very fun doing TikToks to that drivel. No. no. Um, anyway, we won't be anyway, doing that again. No, we won't. Off off the playlist. Good morning to Jamie listening in Weybridge, to Val listening in Cheam, and Ants and Julie listening in Bournemouth. Thank you all for being in touch, and thanks for joining us for our first show of 2021. Yeah, Yay. good morning, everyone. Happy New Year. Um, we've also had a tweet from Sebastian, uh, Master of the Bops, from last night's <laughs> Battle of the Bops competition. Yes. Hi there. I've just heard a brilliant new song by a group called Loose Chippins. Um, can you please play, the, play their fresh new track, Inspiration? They're fast becoming one of my favourite favorite groups along with Shakespeare's sister let loose and Celine Dion um, uh, I cannot believe he, <laughs> he said that he might be winding you up a little bit there um, uh, I think he is uh, but anyway good morning Sebastian uh, thank you for last night's fun and thank you for joining us this morning yeah good what it. are we doing now I just stopped then we've, we've got well we're <laughs> going to do our usual feature of hashtag queerly loves hashtag aren't we? queerly loves time yeah, yeah it is uh, so this is our pick of the uh, latest TV movies music podcasts all sorts of things to keep you entertained especially uh, during lockdown uh, I'm going to start I've got a TV show for you fabulous uh, this is a big show on ITV this week all episodes now on the ITV hub it's called The Pembrokeshire Murders um, it stars Luke Evans and love it already it love it already is. love it already <laughs> <laughs> And that's it. Um, no, a three-part <laughs> miniseries, a true crime based on a, a cold case um, of a serial killer um, set in Pembrokeshire. It will come as no surprise to hear. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed this. Now, what I liked about this is it is it is in many ways kind of classic ITV drama, um, but because it's actually going back and investigating a kind of old case, you sort of know the end from the beginning you just don't quite know how they're going to get there um so i like it so there are these two unsolved double murders um and another horrible crime an attack on a a group of teenagers um this is all all true stuff is this all happened um 
and uh, this guy that's in prison, they're fairly sure is responsible um, for these murders. So Luke Evans, uh, Detective Luke Evans, is tasked with putting a, a team together to try and work out how they are going to bring uh, charges and a prosecution against their guy. This uh, sounds amazing. And you've literally, you've summed up everything I love about drama, crime, thriller. I mean, you've named every podcast I've been listening to for the last six months. Like, this sounds fantastic. I'm well into this. Yeah, it is good. It's, it's, um, it's quite slow to get going. There are, um, there's quite a lot of setting up they need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, very early on, you do get a nice shot of Luke Evans doing the ironing in some grey underpants. Oh, Just to flag well, that. Oh, I'm thrilled. Um, um, what what's, what's it, what platforms this on? ITV Hub. Brilliant. All episodes streaming now. Um, my second one, this is uh, an audiobook on the BBC Sounds app. Uh, so if you've got that, obviously don't listen to it while we're on air. But um, <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> within the BBC Sounds app, I discovered over Christmas, they have loads of audiobooks and they're broken down into 15-minute episodes. I think they must put them out on Radio 4 or something. Um, but this one is The Midnight Library, and it's by an author called Matt Haig, who you may be familiar with because he wrote, he's written some very, very successful books about mental health. Um, but he also writes fiction. Um, and this this is a story of a woman called Nora, um, and she is she's not in a good place. She's, she's, she's very depressed. Um, everything kind of spiralling, going out of control in her life. Um, and so she attempts suicide. Um, and then this is the point where the book kind of takes on this kind of fantasy sort of otherworldly element. And she ends up in a place called the Midnight Library. Um, and the library allows her to visit all these different versions of her life, each one based on having made a different choice. Wow. Um and so she goes back and all these different kind of relationships, career choices, all of these big decisions that she kind of blames for being the problem at the point where, where she's decided that she needs to end things. Um, and it causes her to kind of re- reflect and reconsider um, everything about her life. And I won't spoil it, but obviously um, it gets to a point which is <laughs> very interesting. How do you not spoil a book? Anyway, no, that's definitely... And what is really nice, I've, I've sort of attempted audiobooks several times and not got very far with them, but I really like how these are broken down into the 15 minutes. So I kind of put... I've been listening to them in the bath. Um, too much information, probably. But um, yeah, and it just works. And I really enjoyed that one. And my last choice is a book. I feel like I might have mentioned this before, but it is out now. So this book is called Memorial and it is by Brian Washington. Um, it's the story of Benson and Mike, a young gay couple. They've been together for a while um, and things are sort of good, but they're not really sure they're good enough for them to stay together. Okay. Um, and kind of then, then forced to exist separately because uh, Mike's dad is dying so he has to go to japan to sort of spend time with his dad and and ultimately say goodbye um coincidentally mike's mum has come to visit them in america so she ends up living with benson oh Um, wow mike's mum and dad having separated when he was a kid she's living with benson and mike is off with his dad um so it's just it's a really great sort of study of all sorts of relationships and Mm. how they can develop or things that you 
kind of think you believe about a relationship with someone who should be very close to you isn't actually true um and so not you know nice stuff like setting in japan is really good it's a it's kind of a good insight into like like kind of japanese city nightlife um there's some nice elements of that in it. Really good book. Highly recommend it. It's funny. It's moving. It's all the things that I love and a really kind of, I don't know. It's, it, I wouldn't say it's a happy story, but it's, it's hits you kind of quite deeply without being a heavy, heavy book to read. So that's Memorial by Brian Washington. What lovely recommendations this week. Thank you very much. Um, you're very welcome. Now it is time for my record of the week. Ooh, what we got Ooh. what we got right well this uh this song was actually first released in 2013 so okay. hot off the press okay. um, <laughs> but uh, as is so often the case now uh the lgbt community on tiktok have revived it um the song is all about someone falling for their straight friend uh, uh, and so it's all been, been picked there. up <laughs> and used on tiktok uh and it's now been re-released and the group who are called studio killers uh, have been given a new record deal. Uh, and this song, so it's amazing that TikTok's done all of that for them. Gosh, wow. Uh, initially, you might think this song's a bit strange. But actually, okay. sort of, if I give it, present it to you like this, I think it helps. It reminds me kind of something a bit like Clean Bandit and, and Ace of Base. Uh, but, a bit, but a bit kind of edgier, maybe. Okay. Um, anyway, it's called Jenny, I Want to Ruin Our Friendship, and it's by Studio Killers. And this is my record of the week. Studio Killers with uh, Jenny on Quilly's Bottomless Brunch. My record of the week. I lost my mouse there, and that's why I was a little bit jittery. Couldn't find, <laughs> <laughs> couldn't find my mouse. Could it all go, could all go terribly wrong. Anyway, my record of the week, Studio Killers. G, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, the song that never made it to any Eurovision and should never have been revived. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying to you off, we had an unpleasant comment on that song. And uh, I'm just saying to you off, off air that, I think like that is one of those songs that initially you hear this is a bit this is a bit strange. But sometimes those songs that get that reaction from everyone in the first instance, two months later they're all like, Oh, I love this song. So I'm not gonna take offence. I know that, you know I'm ahead you know, of the curve sometimes. Is what I, we do. I know I know you are and you, you know me. I'm I'm never gonna hold back with my opinions. No, um No. <laughs> no. <laughs> As 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 we all as we, we continue all... to patch up our friendships <laughs> this morning, with some friends of fifteen years that are never speaking to me again after I used various <laughs> profanities after a couple of wines. Um, Oops. Anyway, right. Quiddy loves continues now with uh, choices from the GDC. What have you got? Yeah. So um, as I've spoken about before, I'm I'm huge fan of the podcast. Um, I'm enjoying listening to various series as i go out on my morning walks and one that i'm particularly enjoying at the moment is grounded by louis theroux uh i've heard a few of these mm. uh i mean i i don't know how many of his documentaries you've watched previously have you did, yeah yeah them? i'm quite a fan of of the theroux i like i like him because he's uh i think he's incredibly intelligent and shrewd and reads situations well but he he comes out with the most astonishing sort of left field questions to some of his guests and I've I've listened to most of series one I'm on series two now but he's had Boyd George on Helen and Bonham Carter Michaela Cole um, who did uh, I May Destroy You the massive hit last year um, and uh, Oliver Stone the director of Platoon and born on the 4th of July oh um, and also Sia and 
so a real eclectic mix of guests and it's it he's done this out of lockdown through last year and he says it's people that he's sort of intrigued by fascinated by and wants to wants to know a bit more about and they they cover everything in these these episodes life love um backgrounds family life how they're coping with lockdown but also you know talk about their careers what they want to achieve um but they go they go dark and there's there's tears sometimes um some real belly laughs at other times and i just yeah i'm really enjoying i it's it 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 ticks all the boxes for me of uh, great journalism um great insight into the psychology of people and relationships and um just how people cope with life i guess i'm so i'm really enjoying that grounded by louis theroux i discovered Um, that because someone um told me about the miriam margulies episode (laughs) on which she is fantastically sweary she Um, really is potty mouth she is she says some astonishing things um and i've only i think i've only listened to one other which was with um ksi the YouTube mm. star and rapper, um, who by the end of it, I, I sort of gone off actually, which is unusual when you listen to an in depth with someone. I think I usually come away thinking, "Oh my goodness, they're so inspirational! How amazing!" And I just thought, "Oh, I don't, I'm not sure I like you that much." It's KSI. funny because I've got several series of podcasts on the go at the moment, so I kind of I, I check who who a guest is and if somebody that grabs me or not. So I kind of pick and choose people that I think, "Oh, that could be interesting." I'd be quite interested to know uh, know know what they think what what's going on in their world and you know their background so i i skipped over that one interestingly i didn't even listen to it don't bother don't bother there we are Um, so you go what's that grounded by louis through uh you can get that everywhere i think can't you indeed you can indeed you can it's um yeah you i'm well i'm listening obviously on podcasts but he's doing it with the bbc so i think you can also get it through bbc website etc so i'm going to move on to telly now uh the probably one of the most talked about shows already of the year which is bridgerton on netflix oh yes bridgerton wow uh eight episodes um so created by shonda rhimes who's done Grey's anatomy scandal how to get away with murder so a few successful shows under her belt she's done okay uh, she's done all right um for those of you well, I'm sure most listeners will probably have heard about the show, but London Regency era, early 1800s, and it's um, six siblings of the Bridgerton family seeking love and happiness. Um, it's all it's all very glossy, beautiful, uh, stunningly shot. The costumes are exceptional, and basically, I, I love this. It's a, trying to try to get the daughters married off uh, in high society in London, and it, there's, as you expect, uh, gossip, bitchiness. Um, some some rather rather saucy scenes that some viewers might find a bit difficult if you're watching with parentals as um what one of one of my friends said to me yeah I sat down to watch this with my mum slightly regretted it Oops. <laughs> don't do that i think it's i think it's delightful i'm not actually a massive period drama fan but like it's f- laugh out loud funny they've done the best as you said just before this a great mix of in keeping with a period drama but also kind of injected a slight modern feel to it but it somehow works i just think it's it's genius i love the cast i think it's sexy i I love how it looks and it it was just perfect i've binge watched all eight episodes and i really can't wait for season two yeah i reckon that will be back i've only watched about three um i mean you can say all of that but i think we all know why people are watching bridgerton and it is that chap that plays hastings Good lord. <laughs> Good lord. Yeah. Swoon. Oh, I've come over all queer. 
Um, though interesting, I think episode one is the weakest out of the eight. So for anybody that sort of got through episode one and thought, nah, not sure, I'd say push through because it's it's well worth it. Uh, I, it's it's just romantic and gripping and funny, and there's kind of um, there's kind of a questionable who is the person they're talking about. The narration by Julie Andrews, which is stunning and brilliant uh, talking about her being I can't remember the character's name now who's writing the sort of gossip scandal uh, Lady Whistledown that's the one um, and who is it who is it who is it and I love that it keeps you guessing all the way through so I'm not going to spoil anything at all but check that out Bridgerton on Netflix lovely um, and then lastly um, I I got a book for Christmas and uh, I just thought it was so thoughtful and um, poignant particularly given the amount of self-reflection that we're all doing uh, over the last year and mulling. But uh, this is called The Story of My Life by Sunny Jane Morton. And it's essentially a workbook to um, preserve your memories uh, of your entire life. Um, It's got individual sections uh, to write about uh, parents, siblings, school, your childhood, your adulthood, career. Um, But it's so well put together. Uh, It's sort of bite-sized chunks like i guess it could feel like doing tasks but it's you reflecting on things that you've gone through funny moments in your life relationships with your friends um it's i just think it's it's wonderful and such a great keepsake there's something to pass on to families because i i find everything you know what it's like you take pictures on your phone sort of instantaneously and then you get they get lost whereas before you used to take take your films down down boots and get <laughs> get the pictures you know printed off but i feel like so much is is readily available or posted on social media and i just think i don't have any photo albums i don't have any you know tangible real stuff that would be in a case where i literally oh here i'm leaving this to my children my grandchildren or whoever and i I just love that what a great what a great gift and a great um just a great something something that's going to occupy me for many evenings and um bring me joy and reflecting on marvelous memories from yesteryear so you have effectively just recommended a book about yourself no, I'm not promoting <laughs> my version. It's for anybody to write their I own think version. The GDC's memoirs will be out in time for next Christmas. Oh, how, how um, very, how very. Is this uh, so? It's like journaling this this yeah. book, and you sort of sort of get uh, like a prompt on a specific part of your life. Yes, but it asks. Uh, what I love about it is it asks questions to sort of guide you through. It's not like header on a page. Tell me about your childhood, because I don't think I'd write anything. I'd find that really difficult. It says. It says stuff like, "Do you do you remember what was the first teacher you remember? What was uh, what was the first bit of homework that you you lied about, or you know, all kinds of random stuff." And then goes on to, "What what career decisions have you made? Like, is there any that you regret not?" pushing forward with or i just i I, fi- I find it really interesting to reflect on all this kind of stuff so um the story of my life by sunny jane morton if you want something to do in your evenings in the in the weeks months years decades ahead <laughs> of lockdowns um yeah there oh, we that go sounds great i'll get that and have a look at that um, good yeah um good well, and well, what are we going to do next well i'm just going to quickly say that if you uh missed any of our recommendations for hashtag queerly loves this week you can sign up to our hashtag queerly loves email um just go to the website queerlyradio.com uh click on the link there type your email address in and then we will send you an email in the week with everything we talked about this morning and links to it all uh, to save you the bother yes indeed and um Kelly Rowland, yes. of Des- Destiny's Child fame, is um, is pregnant and actually due 
any day. Uh, I saw a wonderful picture of her yesterday out and about, sky-high stiletto boots and a fitted jumpsuit. Uh, <laughs> and she looks incredible, but she's literally about to drop. I mean, how she's walking, uh, she is, nine months pregnant, well done to her. Um, but the reason I bring her up is... Uh, she's having a Destiny's Child. Oh, look what you did. I'm sure did. that's never been done before. Look what you did, no. Um, <laughs> well, I... It was my sister's birthday yesterday. Uh, Erica celebrated her birthday, and I know she's a Destiny's Child fan, and I just wanted to say happy birthday for yesterday, Erica, and we're playing this next song for you, so enjoy. Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC. On Vogue. Free your mind on Queerly's Bottomless Brunch. Not quite the winners of Battle of the Bops last night. And what a great um, group they are. What a fantastic group they are. <laughs> uh, good morning. Thank you for joining us. We're back. It's our first show of the new year here on Queerly Radio. Um, and, well, tomorrow it is, unfortunately, Blue Monday. Monday, oh, yes. the 18th of January. Um, but I've got some good news for you, G. Okay. Well, I've been doing a little bit of research into Blue Monday. And actually, it's just it's made up. It's completely not a real thing. Really? Yeah. So they'd sort of tell you this Blue Monday, this, the most saddest, most depressing, miserable day of the year. Um, but it turns out whole thing was made up as a PR stunt for a travel company uh, in 2004. I didn't know this. So they, they, they commissioned a psychologist to create a report which said, you know, this is the the most miserable day of the year, so why not book yourself a lovely summer holiday? Ah, ha, 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 interesting. I mean, January is depressing, and, you know, it does feel like the longest month ever, always. But um, this was all entire... This is just a stunt to convince people to book a holiday. Yeah, yeah. Wow. But I guarantee you, everywhere tomorrow, there'll be people talking about it, debating it, Analyzing how sad we all are, uh, and I doubt booking any holidays. Let's be honest. Well, let's look positively at that and hope that, <laughs> that will be something people will be doing. Anyway, so no need to feel blue tomorrow. It's all a load of crap made up <laughs> to sell holidays to people. Um, it's good. good. So I feel much better about that because I had been worrying about Blue Mondays. Uh, <laughs> and now, now you know it's, it's all a PR publicity stunt. You're yeah. like, oh no, it doesn't exist. I'm no, fine. I'm fine. We're, we're going to be really chipper tomorrow. Now, happy Monday tomorrow. Um, yeah. Well, in other happy and exciting news, um, we've got uh, something very exciting happening on Queerly next Sunday. Okay, Ooh, Ooh, what's, that? what's um, that? Well, we've got a brand new show. It's going to be on straight after Bottomless Brunch. You'll be able to hear our new show out loud with Kenny Fitzpatrick, uh, a weekly radio show dedicated to championing music from LGBTQ plus artists. Love it. Yeah. Love it, love it, love it. Um, so pop to hip hop country house everything in between no genre off the table for this show um as kenny brings us the best new releases from queer artists around the globe amazing yeah love it and and, and kenny is like an oracle of kind of queer music and queer artists and i don't i don't quite know how he keeps track of everything um but he runs a website and kind of project called q reviews and produces not just the radio show but also a podcast and playlists on spotify um and does an amazing amount of work to kind of shed some some much needed light on queer artists who sometimes especially i think he says in in you know areas like country music 
for example and often in like hip-hop and rap don't get their fair share of the limelight um so yeah he's going to be on every sunday straight after us playing you some brilliant new music uh from some artists you will know but lots that you won't so a chance to discover uh something great there fabulous and we're very we're very excited and very pleased that kenny is joining the lineup love it good that's something to look forward to amazing so next week next week from midday uh, it does mean we'll have to be on time Uh, oh yes note to us Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> Good. All right. Some more new music now. Um, oh, I'm going to say the name wrong. Dardy, oh. Dardy Freya. <laughs> Dardy Freya. So this is the guy that was was going to win Eurovision before it was cancelled. Yes. Um, and he has got a new song. Uh, he's teamed up with another act called, I'm going to say, get this wrong as well. There's lots of letters I don't recognise called Asdiz. Yeah, um, sure. But this is, this is great. This is uh, brand new. I think you'll enjoy it. It's called Feel the Love. Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC. Portugal the Man on Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with Felix Still. I'd sort of totally forgotten that song existed. I know. It was epic, wasn't Most it? Massive, that song massive was hit. Everywhere for a mm. while. Like every trailer, every advert. Um, well, good to hear that again. Uh, right, morning to Ella. She's just woken up and tuned into Queerly. She did a 10 hour shift in an ambulance yesterday without a break. Oh, God bless you, good Ella. Good luck, Ella, um, and good morning to you, and I hope you have a day off today and a nice relaxing day of it. Yes, me too. Good morning. Um, so my usual feature random news is coming a, a bit later, but uh, <laughs> these couple of stories did pique my interest. They didn't quite make the cut for my random news, but uh, did it make me lull. So I think you're going to enjoy this. I want you to have a have a guess what might be one of the worst places to live in the UK. Oh, this is putting me on the spot and potentially <laughs> getting me in a lot of trouble. Um, you don't have to answer this question. Worst places in the UK. Um, like maybe... God. Careful. Uh, <laughs> some Somewhere like quite industrial. Uh, maybe like Dover somewhere. I don't know. Oh, okay. I I can see your I can see your logic there. So this, there's a comedy website called I Live Here, uh, which put together a list of the Britain's top fifty worst towns. Which and I find the, this quite astonishing. The top three were, uh, in reverse order, number three Liverpool. Oh, which surprised I'm surprised me. by that. Really surprised. Yeah. I love Liverpool. I think it's a, I think it's a great place. Uh, number two is Huddersfield. Mm, I'm not surprised by that. Um, and the the, the top spot went to Peterborough. <laughs> Peterborough um, and I quote apparently you feel totally isolated from the rest of the world and life in general as though everything else is going on and you're not part of it as you're stuck in this dump Ooh, <laughs> is, brutal harsh I don't think I've ever been to Peterborough so I don't feel in position to, to comment other than to say I've, I think these surveys are really cruel because like I mean there's good and bad in every town isn't there and it must yeah. It must do some damage when you become the number one top town. I mean, imagine if you're trying to sell a house and on the way to the viewing, someone sees this little snippet in the newspaper and they think, <laughs> we can get them down on price if nothing else. Well, maybe maybe they'll use it to their advantage. Instead of saying twinned with underneath the road <laughs> sign, it's going to say, voted the worst place to live in the UK. Come or, see us. <laughs> or disassociated with yes. Peterborough. <laughs> uh, I love it. And this other article, which really made me laugh, uh, poor Maisie Smith 
was midway through an interview. She was being interviewed for a, a dream job at the University of Manchester when she spotted that during the Zoom interview, a uh, bit mortified to see that she'd forgotten to change her her name that she she created for a quiz with some friends, which was Quiz Tina Aguilera. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I'd give her the job straight away based on that. <laughs> Totally. Brilliant. What a great talk. Christina point. Aguilera. Brilliant. Love it. Very good. Uh, so not quite my random news. That's coming up in a bit. First, though, more new music. Uh, this is Lola Lennox, who is Annie Lennox's daughter. Ah. Um, good honour. You know, if you've got the contacts, get the records out. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. I like this. It's called La La Love Me. Quilly's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC. A racing pigeon survived an 8,000-mile journey across the Pacific Ocean from the US to Australia, wow. uh, arriving in Melbourne on Boxing Day. Incredible, wow. really. It's amazing. amazing. Isn't it amazing that a bird can go that, that far, that fast? Um, landed in the garden of the aptly named Kevin Selly Bird um, on Boxing <laughs> no. Day. He said uh, the bird just rocked up in his garden. Um, and on the point of wishing you hadn't bothered, uh, well, <laughs> they're going to kill the pigeon. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, Australia has these very strict rules on uh, border control and pests and disease coming in to infect its indigenous <laughs> wildlife. So they're going to kill the pigeon that <laughs> flew 8,000 miles. No! Yeah. Oh, the poor thing. Mm, like I say, wish you, I, I know how it feels. Um, well, I mean, I'm, not put, I'm not putting you down after the show. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, um, a little story to share. We've got random news from the GDC on the way next. First, yes. some more new music. This is by a new artist called Ash Nico sampling Khalees. This is called Deal With It. Queerly's Bottomless Brunch with Rob and the GDC. James Brown made me jump at the end there with that last hey. Uh, <laughs> I got you. I feel good on Queerly's bottomless brunch. We're nearly at the end of the show. I can't believe it. First one of the new year. Um, heading towards midday. But still, there's time for the GDC's random news. Always time for some random news. So uh, Thomas Dodd, who's a hospitality manager from Tamworth in Staffordshire, um, had a few too many during lockdown. Mm, uh, we've all I know. There. We've all been there. Um, was feeling a bit depressed because he's a massive super fan of a particular artist and uh, couldn't go to the concert, had tickets booked ages ago, couldn't go. Obviously, it was cancelled. Went down this rabbit hole of watching a load of YouTube clips of the concerts going, oh, just a love, great artist, great artist. So uh, after a few too many glasses of wine, decided to apply to change his name uh, to said artist in, oh. in honour of them. So paid only £89, which I didn't know was the fee, to officially take take artist's name. Completely forgot about it. I was obviously too many drinks. That was it. Three days later, nice big white envelope um, with a deed poll document saying, congratulations, you have officially changed your name to Celine Dion. <gasps> <laughs> that is amazing. Um, uh, <laughs> is he still known as Celine or has he changed back? What I love is the article starts with Thomas Dodd, otherwise known as Celine. Um, yeah, no, this is deadly, deadly serious. And um, he's not planning on changing it back. He did it in honour of her. He said he didn't remember at the time, kind of opened the documents, thought it was a joke. And then realised he had done it and thought, well, 
Yeah, no, I'm a massive super it. fan. I'm going to stick with it. I'm now called Celine Dion. Has Celine aired her views? Doesn't anyone know how she feels about that? No. No, uh, no we I don't, don't know. I think she will. Though I do, do quite you? like, apparently his mother is absolutely livid. Oh, of course. <laughs> um, it just goes, it, this is one of the perils you see. Lockdown drinking, it, you just turn to like strange like admin tasks. Yep. Whereas if it was, you know, normal times, you'd just do something silly in a public place. Mm-hmm. But stuck at home, we've all now changed our names before we know it. Blimey, I love that. Great, great random news there for <laughs> us. You're uh, welcome. And uh, well, good morning to both Celine Dion and Celine Dion, as <laughs> always. Um, right, we are nearly at the end of the show. Something exciting next week coming to Quilly, a brand new show, which will be on air straight after us on Sunday at midday, out loud, showcasing the best new music from LGBTQ artists with host Kenny Fitzpatrick. So we hope that you'll hang on after brunch to listen to that from next Sunday. Um, Fun. One more song here. Something old from the Detroit Spinners. Detroit Spinners on Quilly's Bottomless Brunch, bringing us to the end of this morning's show. Um, don't forget, uh, you can listen to another show on Quilly called Higher with Reese and Lily on a Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. It's quite similar to what we do, really. Lots of fun and laughs and great music for two hours on a Saturday morning. A brilliant way to start your weekend. Indeed, they're fabulous. Uh, great, great to tune into that on a Saturday. Um, and also, just to remind you, hashtag Queerly Loves, where we talk about our podcasts, TVs, films, books, things that are keeping us entertained and busy. You can sign up to our newsletter if you go to queerlyradio.com. There's a handy little link there. You'll get the free weekly newsletter later. Oh dear. Letter later. He's tired. You will get the you letter. Get a later, later. Later, later, yeah, later, later. Um, um, which will give you give you links to everything we've talked about and just a little cheeky reminder of what we've discussed in case you've forgotten anything that we talked about. Um, uh, yeah, com. Yeah, and if you've missed any of today's show, we'd like to hear it again. You can listen to the show in full on Spotify. Just search for Bottomless Brunch. Or if you just want to hear the bits where we talk, which, let's face it, is the best bit um you can get Brunchcast <laughs> anywhere that you listen to podcasts that'll be available probably later today or tomorrow morning um but if you subscribe when you find it then you'll you'll know because you'll get a little notification to tell you anyway that's it we'll be back live from 10 o'clock next sunday with more bottomless brunch have a great week yeah and we will see you next sunday 10 o'clock here on Queerly radio Queerly's bottomless brunch with rob and the gdc